I always have that thing from Wayne's World in my head every time I see it, like, countdown. Mm-hmm. Now I do, too. Five, <laughs> four, three. <gasps> I love it. Okay. Two, one, silence. Welcome to the mini-sode. This is a very casual mini-sode. It's not going to be as structured as our regular episode. Because it's a Saturday, and that's weird for us. But Danielle has just finished watching the Fear Street movie, the part one, the 1994. Yep. So it is super duper fresh. Yes. Um, and we're just going to walk through it with you guys and and talk about it and see. Spoiler see warning. Oh, 100%. Before we get started, <laughs> we're literally going to walk through this plot. So if you want to enjoy it. First, I would probably do that and then come back. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. So and I will say. One more second to leave. Yeah, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I wrote at the top of my script because I had I had the my laptop, the D and the F keys are still not working. So I was on the PC in my bedroom. And our mm-hmm. television in my bedroom sits, like, right above the PC. So, like, I had it on in the PC right above my uh, computer. And mm-hmm. so, like, I was type, 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 typing and then, like, pausing the movie, like, right on top of me. So, I think I have mm-hmm. the plot down pretty specifically. You did a better job. I did not do that. I let you do <laughs> I let you handle that part. <laughs> Mine is just a reaction. Well, that's good. We need to have that. Um, I will well, say when I opened it up, expert. Yes. When I when I opened it up, I was like, you know, some days, like Netflix. I don't know what to do with you because there's just so many directions to go in that it's almost. I quit. Like I can't. I can't put. Can't put thought into into choosing something, uh, especially something new. And then I had this kind of moment because I was like, wait a minute, this is really popular. We've been seeing this all over Facebook. You know, this should be in the top 10 or this should be in the trending. Like, I shouldn't have to search for this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for a second, I didn't see it. And then I had that kind of weird realization that like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm weird. <laughs> I thought that. You know, because you get you get comfortable. You you have certain Facebook groups. Your feed is like all weird stuff that you like. So you start to think that yeah. everybody likes your weird stuff. And yeah. I was like, oh, maybe not. Oh. But it was there. I just had to scroll a little. Okay, mine was more. in my recommended because I watch a lot of horror movies, sure. so it was definitely in the recommended for me. But yeah. But that's why it's weird it wouldn't be for you, too, because you watch more horror movies, but... No, I know. I think I just needed to scroll um, to find it. And I do watch horror movies, but it's hard to find horror movies on Netflix sometimes. Um, Yeah, no, they bury them for sure. Right. So if it's, like, something I haven't heard of or... Right. Um, Unless they're promoting it or it's Halloween time, then they kind of push it to the front. And I don't have a lot of time to, like, sit and pay attention to a movie, so a lot right. of times it's something I'm rewatching. Like lately mm-hmm. I've been mostly watching horror on HBO Max because they have all the mm-hmm. hit movies and those are pretty long. Yeah, so they have a like, lot right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can just like put those on and jam, right? Um yeah. so so yeah. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, so we we start off on a pretty good foot, right? Like there's a girl in a bookshop, and can we all agree that she's at Walden's? Didn't she say she was at B. Dalton? That's where she B- worked, was B. Dalton. Is B. Dalton a nether bookstore? Yeah, that was the other oh, bookstore. Oh, so in the 90s, it was Walden. I thought they were making fun. Yeah, it was Walden. Nope, it was Walden and B. Dalton was the other bookstore. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Because I thought this was kind of like mm-hmm. a – this whole thing in the beginning, I felt like, was just a nod to the readers because she's selling a book to a lady, and it's um, wrong number, I think. Is, is she's mm-hmm. it's a fear yeah it was book. wrong and number mm-hmm. she's like oh this is a really good book and the lady's like actually this is trash horror it's so bad <laughs> it was a cute beginning yeah i liked it i liked it yeah i thought it was a really really cute nod so the lady buys her mm-hmm. horror book she's out and uh this girl this poor actress i also wrote down she can never get out of the mall Give her a break, nope. Netflix. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's been there since Stranger Things. <laughs> she doesn't want to be in the mall I anymore. Wrote, I put a note because I was sad that they – this is a spoiler, but they killed her so fast. And I'm like, oh, I like her. And then she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I think they probably just wanted to, like, say that she was in it. Yeah. To bring the but Stranger Things crowb. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite a few strangers. Well, they have another one. Yeah, part two has the redhead girl. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But I will say, like, right away, I'm definitely getting scream vibes. I don't know if it's the outfit. I can't remember what Drew Barrymore was wearing in that scene. Or maybe it's like the cordless phone. Someone calls her on the cordless phone in the shop. Yeah, there was a phone. Mm -hmm. Right. But immediately I was like, okay, scream. We're, We're giving a nod to scream here. That's cool. Um, but she has mm-hmm. this, of course, like kind of nerdy little love interest. And he obviously works at Spencer's. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they came out and said it was Spencer's, but that's definitely where it was. I don't think so. But yeah, that's the vibe I got to like a Spencer's type. Yeah. Store. Like they had like blacklight posters and like a whole bunch mm-hmm. of cheesy shit, which by the way, he was carrying a blow up doll. <laughs> yeah. Spencer's was a shit. Like you couldn't go and not go to Spencer's. <laughs> like all the cool kids went into Spencer's. I will say I was <laughs> too cool intimidated kid. to go into Hot Topic. I wanted to. That's so funny. But that I did so I didn't funny. feel hardcore enough to go in. <laughs> Hot topic was where I went. I never liked like Spencer's was like I felt intimidated going there. I was like, I don't smoke enough weed to go there. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> I love it. So Hot Topic was my place. <laughs> Yes, we love the mall. We miss the mall. It's still there. It's- I know. I wrote that down too. I'm like, man, I miss when malls were cool. Like malls were the shit. And they had that big tree in their mall. I'm like, I want a big tree in my mall. Like that's yeah, that was cool. That was cool. And the big giant escalator. All those movies made all like the '90s movies and the '80s movies made malls seem like the coolest. But they kind of were though. <laughs> like we didn't to- have anything no, they else were. to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's what you did. Like my dad and I were just talking. We were my dad and I were just talking about it yesterday. Like when I was a kid, the mall was like our adventure on the weekend. Like we'd go to a farther away mall. Like that Ooh, was like, like what cool we did. Little, yeah. You know. Yeah, like oh, we're going to drive 45 minutes to a different mall. And it's gonna be awesome. They have different like, that stores. That's what yeah. we did. They have different stores. The one we went to had an arcade that ours didn't mm. have. So it was like, you know, wow. But it's just so funny to think about it now. Like the concept of like, gotta get ready. 
because we're going to go to the mall today. <laughs> you well, know? it's not like, a it's thousand funny. percent dead. And I'm having like a weird no. um, full circle moment because now I am re-experiencing the mall. And only very recently, like mm. me and sis had to get swimsuits and we could not find mm-hmm. like, we need like rough and tumble, not cute suits. Like we need like suits that we can like <laughs> run around and do things and not worry about <laughs> things shifting. Um and I couldn't find them anywhere. So I was like, okay, well, I guess we could go to the mall. And Natalie's like, I want to go to the mall. She's nine. Oh. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we haven't ever been to the mall, have we? And she's like, no. So we go. <laughs> I take I, She and I, we go to Dillard's. We find the swimsuits that we want. They're expensive, but they don't move. So that's what I wanted. And she was just mm-hmm. like in awe. Like, of the mall. All the difference stores and it looks so cool that's so cute and like it was like they have food here i was like yes they do it's like we don't have that's a ton so of time funny. but i promise we'll come back <laughs> like i'm the mom now in the mall that's so cute <laughs> well i'm glad kids are still in awe of the mall sometimes it's nice oh, to know. she thought it was so cool but that's again probably that's because fun. i haven't been i don't go to the mall anymore right and then covid really (laughs) took them all out of everyone's plans (laughs) oh yeah thousand percent thousand percent so she's got the nerdy love interest who works at spencer's he's closing up for the night you know she's trying to close up her store there's some talk about oh well let's meet later blah blah blah, whatever and Mm -hmm. Everything's kind of going down in the way that we think it's going to be. And our girl gets attacked by someone in a skeleton costume with a knife. And I just want to say here that either everyone and their dog is going to be the skeleton for Halloween this year. There's going to, there's going to be a large percentage of people. It's going to be the skeleton guy and Crocodile Loki. Those are going mm-hmm. to be the top two costumes. Yeah. Although I, I will say. And, I, and Black Widow. I thought the skeleton mask was actually pretty good. No, they were. It was a cool costume. It was yeah. definitely cool. It's cool imagery. Yeah, because we definitely are, of course, having like a scream vibe. But that was one thing I was like, really, this cheesy costume? And then I got to looking at it. I was like, actually, that mask is pretty good. It was sort of like scream and then also like Halloween 3, like that skeleton. Right. That reminded me exactly. of the silver mm-hmm. shamrock a little bit. Yes. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I was like, oh, that's a cute like little, oh, it kind of looks like silver shamrock a little bit but something i really wasn't expecting is that she she's getting chased through the mall with this guy with a knife and like mm-hmm. there are bodies fucking everywhere like mm-hmm. laid out on tables in the food court and on fountains and she's like she is caught and thoroughly stabbed which i thought was very well done but i did not expect yeah. that like i expected her to get attacked but i didn't expect like everyone is dead yeah. It starts out with a bang. It really sure. does. At the very last minute, she pulls off his mask. And of course, it is our nerdy love interest, who is instantly shot and killed by a security guard, who we can only assume is Mr. Wakely, who has cleaned himself up and now he's oh. working at the mall. That's complete conjecture, <laughs> but we, we're going to um, So, yeah. So, and then we get the credits. What did you think of the credits? Very seven is mm-hmm. what I wrote. Yeah, they were kind of seven-ish. They were cool. I like them. I think it made it – like the movie was 
the I I can't say anything scary because things really don't scare me anymore. But if I were watching this in the mind of a person who isn't desensitized to everything and gets scared, you would be kind of freaked out by those by those credits. Like you'd be like, oh, like something scary is gonna happen. Like it set a it right. set a good tone. Right. I, I was very mm-hmm. transported. Yeah. What is it, Natalie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you can make popcorn. It's not gonna be too loud. Friend. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, she knows she's like oh she's recording I gotta talk I think that's part of it I think it's like what are you doing without me yeah because uh, we do pretty much everything I like popcorn no but Aww. so far opening credits the whole bit I'm in love like we're transported let's mm-hmm. go I'm ready to go mm-hmm. Um, the music the music y'all uh <laughs> Part of the reason that it is that transported, and I don't know, I'm sure that we've talked about this because we like to be condescending about how old we are, but it really can't be understated the amount of music that we listen to out of necessity. Um, Yeah. Because we listen to the radio. There was not like streaming radio. There wasn't, we had CDs, but you had them in like a big wallet. Like there wasn't like a tiny device that could hold all your favorite (laughs) songs. If you wanted to be mobile at all, you listen to the radio. And unless you had like a TV in your room, you you listen to it in the morning when you got ready and you listen to it after school and, you know, riding in the car. Or you had a Walkman potentially. Right. Exactly. Like, and the songs that were on the radio um, are the songs that we were hearing in this movie. A lot of them were. Yeah, there was some deep cuts, though. Like, there were some deeper cuts, but a lot of them were. And I will say, like, I loved the music. I thought it was really good. But I do agree with a lot of the criticism that it was it was too much and too often. Like, you didn't get to enjoy any song. It was just like, boom, music, boom, another song, boom, another song, boom. Yeah. <laughs> it was like someone kind of like changing the radio dial like all the time. And I'm like, I get what they're trying to do. And it's cool. They got all the licenses to use these these songs. But I would have liked to enjoy a song longer right. than just like, here's like two verses sequence. and then we got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I, yeah. Okay. But that's fair. I still thought it was good. Yeah. That mm-hmm. hadn't occurred to me, but now, you're right. Now that I think about it. That is that was my only criticism of the music. Yes. But the musical choices were very good. So now we're in like a house. We've got a curly, curly-headed girl. She's watching the news. They're talking about all these people that get killed at the mall. Apparently there were seven victims total. There is a brother that we assume. His name is Josh, and he is rocking AOL out, which is completely accurate. Love it. But to be fair, yep. he's he's on AIM. Is he on AIM? Because I wrote down that he's in a general chat room, and in reality, he would be in AIM. Maybe. Because you only I saw. I thought I saw AOL Instant Messenger on the top, but okay. I also could just have been insane. But I thought I saw that. But it was like an AIM type thing. No, I think it was AOL. Me. Wasn't mm-hmm. it? I don't know. I don't remember. But he's he's rocking. No, it was definitely AOL because because yeah. she comes down and she is like, no, expensive AOL is whatever. Yeah, no, 100%. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's chatting with someone about the murders. He's saying that, um, you know, to this other person, he thinks that Sarah Fear has come back to Shadyside and possessed someone else to kill. And he lists all the people that have straight up died in Shadyside. And 
okay, fair. A lot of shit does go down in Shadyside. We know that from experience. His sister comes in, breaks it up, tells him to get his ass to school. And I wrote again, oh, the so this whole thing. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so this whole thing with Sarah, Fe- that, were they saying freer? I feel like it they were really saying. It sounded like they were I feel saying like it was freer. a hard eye, like a fear. Oh. Fear. Because I'm like, I thought her name was Fear. <laughs> so I was like, is it not Fear? It's almost like thought it was spelled to... differently. But we haven't dived into the saga yeah. books, so we don't know. On our show? Sure. Okay. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, we haven't really talked about any of this, right? So I, I remember yeah. reading at least the first few saga books, but again, it's gone. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm old and I've, I've absorbed a lot of content and I don't remember <laughs> – don't yeah. remember what it says. Okay. Okay. I was just confused by the name. I was like, Freer? No, you're right. It was, it was, I don't, I mean, maybe that's, <laughs> did Stein collaborate? <laughs> Certainly With he anybody? collaborated. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because he would have he told him, have. right? But anyhow. So mm-hmm. we learn, we're at school. We learn that the girl with the curly hair, her name's Heather. And everyone's talking about, um, Oh, no, not the girl with the curly hair. The girl from the mall is named Heather. Her name's Heather, yes. And everybody's talking about how she curly died. Her hair is Dina. Yes. And our um, core group of kids <laughs> are there now that we're interested to our – we're introduced to our core characters. And they're kind of talking yeah. about how Sarah Fear is back. She's killing again. Um, Dina is skeptical. This is our curly-haired girl. And her cheerleader pal is named – is it Katie or Kate? Kate. Kate. So Kate is the cheerleader friend. Kate is valedictorian and club president and a big old drug dealer. And (laughs) she's totally ready to get out of this town. A drug dealer with good intentions. (laughs) Does she though? She has ambition. Yeah, because later in the movie she's like, yeah, she's saving, she's doing drug, she's doing the drug trade to get out of Side and better her life. <laughs> right. So she's a drug dealer with a heart of gold, okay? I'm pretty sure I saw her feed pills to the kids she was babysitting, so I'm going to... She didn't feed them pills. She told them not to eat them. <laughs> sure. She said, don't eat them. She's like, count them and put them in bags. Don't eat them. <laughs> oh, it's still irresponsible. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I misunderstood that scene. I was like, "Did she and just then give there's those kids weirdos. drugs?" <laughs> like, like, no, no okay. she was. She wanted them to count them out. Oh, okay, they were working. Everyone's yeah. working. Okay, I'm on board. It's a they were they were working. It's good old fashioned work. I like it. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And then there's weirdo Simon. <laughs> and I wrote, and I'm singing weirdo again. Simon. This makes me want to rewatch Buffy. Oh. And this was even before my time because I graduated in 2001. No. There's a special assembly or some bullshit. I was very confused about what. Sorry. I was very confused about like why are they? It's not a game because they don't have pads on. But the two towns. Yeah, I think it was just like a memorial. It was like a memoriam thing. It was like. We're meeting to be sad about these people that died, even though the rich side of town doesn't care. Okay, did you get a Parks and Rec thing? Like, this is like Eagleton. Yeah. Eh. 
<laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> now that we think, now that I think about it, it seemed to me it was like we were they were gonna play each other, but then maybe they canceled the game on in light of the death. Okay, and so that makes so much instead, more. Instead, they had this like we're gonna have this vigil and be like pretend that we care, rich people, right. even though we don't. And then they have the big fight and the big. Yeah. Right. We mm-hmm. cry too. We just cry into <laughs> bags of money. Um, money, yes. <laughs> so, okay, so that makes way, way more sense. And so, like, all the football <laughs> players, all the cheerleaders, all the band people have to go. So our girl Dina puts on her uniform. She gets on the bus. She rides to the assembly. She's feeling super depressed and lonely. There's all these clips of her, like, being sad about other people's relationships. It's obvious that, like, she's She's just gone through a breakup. Oh, that was my other computer. Yes. Okay. Oh, I heard a sound and I was like, I heard. No, that was my that was my other computer. My digital horse is racing soon. Um <gasps> We gotta hurry before the horse race. <laughs> oh no, I can rewatch it. It's fine. Can replay it in 3D. <laughs> I can even send you the link if you want. I, I just bred oh, a new horse today. His, I wanna watch it. I got a super coat. You got a new horse? I bred one. Oh, my gosh. So, like, there's a way in the game that you can breed two parents of the exact same color, and then there's, like, a certain percentage you might get what's called a super coat, which is very rare, and I bred one today. Mm-hmm. His name is Mr. Pants. Nice. Because pants is fun to say. That's incredible. Mr. Pants. It is fun to Sorry. say. Sorry. We're not talking about so that right now. you got to name that one. Yes. When I breed them, I get to name them. Sorry. No more horse okay. racing. I promise. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Sorry. Mr. Pants. Mr. Pants. Um... <laughs> So she's very sad. Um, And we realize that she did just have a breakup with this cheerleader from the next town. Her name is Sam. Sam has moved away and she's now dating a dude, which really pisses off Dina. And there's this like epic post breakup showdown. Right. And for some stupid reason, a fist fight breaks out among the football players in the crowd. We don't know why. Because the Sunnyvale... The Sunnyvale players said they should burn down Shady Side. Oh, why. right. Because Shady Side is the trashy that side the of fight. town. And Sunnyvale is where mm-hmm. all the people. Or as they like to call it, Shitty Side. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Were you, were you surprised by um, the lesbian twist? Because to me, that would not happen in a in a fear street park. thousand percent that's very much of and so i'm not saying it's not okay and like we can cut this if we want to we're not gonna but cut to it. me that that transported me out of yeah. the fear street yeah realm completely and i and i get why they did it and that's their decision and i understand you want to make it woke and you want to bring it into the times but if it's supposed to be 1994 and it's supposed to be Fear Street, that kind of killed it for me. That was sort of like, we're done with that transportation. It felt very much like we're now in 90s clothes. You know, that's what I, that's kind of where that ended for me a little bit. No, I a thousand percent but. agree. Um, I, I loved these actors. I believed their love yes. story. I believe yeah, they were all really their good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for them. Yeah. I I not mm-hmm. not in any kind of a you know, we love the gays 100%, but if right. we're talking about 
movies that are specifically based on a book series that it shares a title with, you and I know from all the Fear Street books that mm-hmm. we've read, there's always a hunky guy. Yeah. Always. It is a huge part. Like, there is not always. a single book that we read. And even when it's from the guy's perspective, <laughs> there's like always a, yeah. lo- like a love He's story. He's attractive. Exactly. Or... Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I again, like I was... I was still on board and I still enjoyed that love story, but I did think it was odd and I thought it was maybe motivated by reasons that didn't have anything to do with the actual book series, which is unfortunate. Agreed. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is in no way saying it was not okay because a hundred percent it is. And I, like I said, I get it. And the two girls were really good. All the kids were really good. And I like I, I agree with you. I believed them. It felt genuine. I thought I thought Dina was stronger than Sam. I did too. But they were both they were both really really good. So kudos to them for sure. It was a very believable love story. Very high school. You oh know, yeah. High key drama. Yes. So, totally. So you bought you bought into them absolutely. But yeah, it 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 deviated so far from the model. And if you're gonna call it Fear Street and all of that. You shouldn't deviate from the model, I think. And but that's just me. And that's just and me. the last thing we'll say about it is is to be very, 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 very clear. We are not saying that that did not happen in 1994 because everyone knows that that's been happening since there have been people. Not a big deal. Yes. But we are <laughs> right. specifically saying that in the books that we have read, it's not something we've come across, and that why it was that's why it was confusing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's all. That's all. <laughs> um, so there's a big fist fight, right? Everybody gets it's a, it's like a barroom brawl, yep. and people are getting you know, and Kate gets like knocked in the face, which was hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So like the, now it's like a flash, and it, we're on the bus back home, and Kate's pissed. She's firing up the whole bus. <laughs> they hate those Sunnyvale people. They're gonna go. She's she's basically rousing a mob to like go pull some shit yeah. um with these preppy assholes from Sunnyvale. Um so the bus is getting super hyped. And there's a car full of Sunnyvale football players that pulls up behind the bus. They're all wearing that skull mask we see from the beginning. And Sam is in the car with them. So Dina has this like I think it's the boy Yes, it's her and the boyfriend and like two of his friends in the car behind the bus. Some of their people, yeah, and they're being assholes. Kids. Like they're mm-hmm. they're riding the bus, they're honking the horn, they're flipping the bus off, you know. And this bus is already hyped mm-hmm. up, Throwing so bottles. they're like mooning them and all kinds of stuff. And at first, it's like, well, this is the kind of shit that happens in high school. And then Dina gets the idea; she's gonna open the door in the back of the bus, the emergency exit, and toss their cooler out onto this car. It, was she possessed in this moment? I, you know, I don't know. I Her mean, nose that nosebleed yeah. thing was kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, and that's sometimes a very typical, a tropey sign of like something's wrong because your nose bleeds, you know. Um, I don't know who started that, but it's hilarious. Like you have a nosebleed, you're dying. Or you have a nosebleed, you're possessed. Wow. <laughs> you know, whatever. But. So it could be, it could be because that kind of fell into that tropey thing. I mean, she was definitely possessed by anger because she saw, as soon as she saw Sam, she switched gears and was like, let's throw this thing, you know, at them. So I think her motivation is not so much possession. It's more just like, I'm possessed, I'm obsessed with Sam and that's my, 
you know, that's my thing. She's the crazy, she's the crazy ex. That yeah, she definitely had a moment books, of like, know? let's just kill her. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we don't care if they're dead. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Kate and <clears throat> Dina throw this cooler. Of course, the car is hit in the windshield. They can't see shit. They go, they skid off the road and into a tree. And now Dina kind of snaps out of it. She's like, oh, crap. I didn't really want to kill her. So they, she makes them stop the bus to go check on Sam in this car. And then in this car accident, um, Sam crawls from the car and then is in like this like kind of area of the woods, which we, I guess, can assume is fear woods. Um, and there's like, you know, leaves so. and debris and stuff all around. And she kind of slinks her hand into the ground and she starts getting all these like flashes. And this is directly from the cheerleader series. Uh, this is okay. I was gonna yeah. ask you: Is she in the cheerleader show? Yes. Yeah, so it's not. Show? It's not a book Seriously. that we've covered, but we probably have to now. Um, but in in that book, I believe there's like a car accident or something. But she she ends up in Fear Woods. Her hands go into the ground, and she's becomes possessed, which is not what happens in the movie. So I was kind of surprised when that didn't happen. But that's this whole breakdown is right out of cheerleaders. Excuse me. Okay. Um, and I, I, I did write that, like, this is all very well done. It's shot in a way that is very authentic. It's like you were talking about, like, the high yeah, drama. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's these, like, sweeping scenes through the neighborhood of, like, all these ranch-style homes with, like, plastic pumpkins and all of a sudden, I'm ready to decorate for fall. Yep. That did it. Same. It's like, okay, well, it's time now. That did it. Yeah. Very authentic. I'm literally, I might go, I might go out in like an hour or so and go to the mall and see if Bath and Body Works has Halloween smells. Ooh, yeah. People are, people are reporting that they have seen it. And I'm like, I need to know. I was going to hit Hobby Lobby. We're going camping tomorrow for everybody who's listening. So we're recording really quick before I go to the store for our camping trip. I was going to hit Hobby Lobby before the grocery because I I don't know if this is something. I've been – Facebook has been flooding me with ads of this like diamond painting stuff. (sighs) Oh, yeah, the diamond painting. Have you done that? It's trendy. Is it fun? I have not done it, but it looks super fun. It looks fun. It's the kind of thing that I feel like I would like to like sit up in my camper with like a cocktail, like at night when we're all kind of relaxing. Mm -hmm. Or you could do it with Natalie. Yeah, I think she would like that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go see. But I know their Hobby Lobby doesn't do Halloween decorations anymore. Mm -mm. It's all fall, right? They do fall. So you can find a pumpkin or something, but you won't find like anything Halloween. Lame. Yeah, just fall. Super lame. Which we love too. Fall is also great, but it's lame. Well, but it's hypocritical. It's like do it or don't. I had an aunt one time Mm. who was like super duper like uber Christian. Like I think she taught – I think she told Mm. my cousin – oh, no. My cousin saw me with a peace sign necklace on one time and she was like (gasps) – and I was like, what? And she was like, it's a broken cross. Oh, Lord. I was like, this is a that's symbol hilarious. for peace. And she's like, no, that's peace? the devil symbol. That's a broken cross. <laughs> this is the same woman that pulled her kids out of public school because they wanted them to color a picture of a bat. 
for Halloween time at school, but she would still put pumpkins oh, out. Lord. So it's like, oh, that's okay. You have, you have one toe in. Yeah. Yeah. You have one foot in, one foot Whatever. out. That was a huge tangent. Uh, anyhow. Anywho. So it's Sorry. very authentic. The, the movie was very well shot. Aside from the music and all that stuff, this the scene, um, the different scenes and the different sets and everything was set up really, mm-hmm. really authentic. I mean, they nailed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back to Dina's house. Pretty typical for most of our Fear Street heroines. Messy house, absent parents, there's beer cans everywhere. Um, you know, Dina's... Zero parents. And I mean zero. zero. We don't see a single parent. We have not cast parent. a We hear single one parent. parent's voice on the phone. Yep. You're right. Yeah. We hear one parent on the phone and that's, that's it. it. I was laughing the whole no, time. No, that's I'm not like, true. Man, we see, these kids are abandoned. We see Sam's mom at the end. Whose parent? Oh, we do see Sam's mom. Yes, but that's it. Yeah. So she's the only one we heard and we saw. Right. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So Dina's trying to check on Sam <laughs> in the hospital. She's calling. She ends up getting Sam's mother, who is basically telling her, you know, please leave my daughter alone, you crazy lesbian. She doesn't want to talk to you anymore. Whatever. Um, you're ruining her yeah, life. Yeah, you're ruining her life. Nobody likes lesbians in this movie. Sorry about it. Um, <laughs> so there's a ton of shade thrown at Dina. But Dina's looking out the window on the lawn, and she sees someone in that skeleton costume. She assumes it's the Sunnyvale kids. And this whole scene, Mm -hmm. yeah, this whole scene was super, like, Halloween homage there. With the crap in the yard and him standing in the yard. And then when they eventually, like, she calls the best friend with the friend who's babysitting and do the lights. Yes, so she calls calls over to to Kate. Mm -hmm. Who apparently lives so close that she can flash her porch light at Dina, and Dina can see it from her house. And Kate's also babysitting, which was totally like Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Kate's babysitting her, and I I love that I wrote this like, um, is that her boyfriend? I don't. No. Okay, I was very confused. So I we, we were thinking. You know how I think it happens in high school? Like, you have that weirdo friend, and they're just around. Like, maybe they like you. You might like them a little bit. But they're just, like, around, like, that weirdo friend. And they sell drugs together, obviously. Like, he has some drug connection, I think, too, right, right. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So – because they're totally opposite. Well, I mean, she's kind of – she's she's that weird character where, like, you think she's a cheerleader, which she is, and she should fall into that trope. But then she's also this, like, badass, you know, who's, like, I sell drugs and – I'm getting the heck out of here. And right. you know that whole other side to her. So she's almost like an imposter cheerleader, I think. She was sort of that, I'm just doing this. I got to get out, you know. And so Simon is probably more really her people, but she has to keep up appearances, you know. So I think he's just like that goofy friend and helps her sell, <laughs> helps her sell drugs. Because later he doesn't show any jealousy when some stuff happens. Right. He's just like, Oh, right. you know, so and he and he has another love interest sort of kind of sort of in, kind the, of. in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was very I unclear think, about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Dina calls over yeah. to Kate's. Kate's there with Simon uh, babysitting. You know, hey, I can flash my porch lights at you. And Dina's like, hey, these assholes from Sunnyvale, probably Peter, Sam's new boyfriend, is around my house with a knife. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm weirded out by it. And there's like a scene where. 
that same guy shows up in the house with Kate and Simon, but then disappears. So no one actually gets attacked. We just... And is rummaging through laundry. Yeah, he's looking through laundry. No one actually gets attacked. <laughs> um, whatever. Because they're... Yeah, for some reason, they're doing laundry when Kate and Simon are together. Mm-hmm. Like, they're folding. And she's talking to Simon. She's like, ooh, like, what's yep. all over your shirt? And it's blood from when Sam is in the car accident. She, like, coughs blood all over Simon. And he's like, well, I just haven't changed my shirt since the other day when... Or since when Sam was in the accident. So... That was... It was gross. It's probably, like, oh, when does that line happen? Oh, it's later. But he's talking about the shirt. But when he says, like, when she barked, period, that killed me. I was like, who wrote this line? Who wrote that? It was, like, so stupid. But it's something I think a it's kid when they were in say. the ambulance later. Yeah. It's, yeah, a weird, a weird, a weird kid, kid yeah. like him would say. Right. So now everybody's freaked out. So Kate ditches these kids that she's supposed to be watching on, like, some random neighbor. <laughs> And the neighbor's like, oh, I love to have company. And I'm like, okay, let's hope that she doesn't kill them. Um, Fine. (laughs) And then the... That was so funny. So, And then they're all going to go now. That is Dina, Kate, Simon, and Josh, her brother Josh. They're all going to go up to the hospital to confront Sam about her new boyfriend, Peter, who is running around all their houses in costume with a knife. We on board? Everybody's good. Cool. Right. Yes. You should have already watched the movie by now. So there you go. Um, also, can I, I wrote here, the Fear Street kids are gangster AF. Yes. Pretty hardcore kids. I don't think I was this hardcore. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. No. No way. No way. If I saw someone else I with a knife, I'd be like under my bed. I wouldn't be like, I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to drive I'm gonna there. I'm going to the situation. You're yes. going to I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'd be under, I would, I'd want to be that way, but I would just be under my bed. Right. Like, please don't die. <laughs> so we get to the, the hospital. I can't even look outside and see a tree being weird. <laughs> like, oh my God, the tree's moving. Uh, we know from Poltergeist that that is a actually viable threat. So... Always keep an eye on the tree. True. That tree is no joke. Yeah. That tree is serious. It will reach in your room and eat you. Um, yep. So at the hospital, we meet Betty, who is uh, the supplier of Katie's drug business, apparently. Um, and yeah. he uh, takes Dina back to see Sam. And Dina tells Sam, you know, call Peter, tell him to back off. That's enough. But Sam's like, well, Peter's been with me all night here in the hospital. And of course, on cue, Peter comes into the room. He's acting like a dipshit. The two girls are fighting the way, like, only people in love can, right? And they're just, like, screaming at each other. And while this is going down, Peter is stabbed in the back through the front by the skeleton dude. And... Did they ever go into why he was killed? I think he's just collateral damage. You know, he had that skeleton it was, was wants the girl. He was in so between her and the so. girl, maybe? I don't know. So. Because I didn't see blood on mm-hmm. him. I think he's just collateral okay, damage. Okay, yeah. No. So, yeah, I think he's just collateral. Like, you're in my way. So they're screaming and fighting of this, you know, costumed person. And then they run. There's a whole chase scene through the hospital. Um, the kids are kind of like hiding around a corner and our favorite nurse, Betty comes right into, she walks right into the guy with a knife 
and is like, you know, what is she? She gets a knife to the throat, which I thought was very nice. Very well done. He. he. She, he. He gets a knife. Is it she or he? Mm-hmm. His name is Bet. It's Betty, but he's a man, clearly. But it looked like he was wearing makeup. I wouldn't know if he was identifying as. Well, maybe he's like, oh, I don't know either. I'm apologizing. We are unsure of his pronouns. Um, I saw the makeup and like the name tag, and I thought maybe he was trying to identify Mm -hmm. as someone. Okay. You may be correct. Okay. I don't know. We don't know. So Betty gets a knife to the throat. It was very well done. I love old school effects, you guys. I love them. Yes. No CG anywhere in this movie. did a really movie. good job. So mm-hmm. good. So good. None. Yeah. Lots of blood. Okay. That made it better. It really yeah. did. It really did. It made it grittier and made it more tangible. I just thought it was mm-hmm. very, very well done. Yeah, it was really well done. I mean, whatever budget they had, they used really smartly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what kind of budget Netflix gave them. You know, I don't know. So if they were yeah, smart, they, they put some money it into it because mm-hmm. it's very Stranger Things esque, and Stranger Things has made them a shit ton uh-huh. of money. Like there was a time where I, I mean, was going to turn off Netflix, don't know, but I was like, "Ooh, but Stranger Things." <laughs> they don't say what the numbers are, but supposedly both installments have now been the number one movie on Netflix when they've come out. So, like the most streamed. Right. So if that is the case. I'm hoping that means they'll do more. It would be interesting if they could propel it into like an American Horror Story style series and do like little episodes, you know, like the books instead of just this kind of amalgamation of a lot of books. Right. To me, it was an amalgamation of a lot of books. It was like, we got this thing from this book and this thing from this book and the cheerleader from here. You know, it was very like, let's pick and choose. And I think that was good though. And I think that was important for pacing. Mm-hmm. Because we know from our books oh, yeah. that it would be mm-hmm. really difficult to make those into a, like a full length film. Oh, totally. They would need to be a one yeah. hour, like 45 minute yeah. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they manage to knock the killer down and his mask flies up. Dina can see it's the kid from the beginning of the movie who like kills everyone in the mall. The same kid who took a bullet to the head, which mm-hmm. Dina can also now see. He's got like a big bullet hole right in his face. <laughs> And he looks straight at her, pulls the mask back down, and then they all run out of the hospital and steal an ambulance to get away. By the way, no one's on the street ever. They are the only people in this town. The town is empty. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that? No one's in town. I guess Shadyside doesn't have much of a nightlife. I guess so. (laughs) Everyone's asleep. Um... And I wrote here that another another thing I liked about it was that it kind of had an edge in the plot line. Like, they're not trying to be cute mm-hmm. at all about it. And that kind of makes you uneasy to see where they're going to go next. Because they've already crossed some lines that you didn't think they would. Um, yeah. So I thought that was very, that was, that was, wow. That's high dollar commentary from Christy. That was very, that was, that was Ew. very, very. <laughs> It was very good. That was very, very. It was very good. Sorry. And then there's a random weird scene. So good with the cops, right? Like it's it's five seconds long, and it's like the cops are dirty. I guess. I didn't like that. It was stupid. It didn't make any sense. This is yeah. I mean, maybe it'll come back later. I don't know. 
ass. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they set up that officer good or whatever, sheriff good guy. Yeah, it was, like it was maybe a he weird comes scene. back in part two or part yeah. three. It was weird. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go back to the. It was forgettable. What it was. We go back to the ambulance and um, can we stop hating on Josh for being a spooky bitch? Okay, Josh was a spooky bitch. I know. Josh was, was me. Cool, right? Yeah. He's in this true crime. Josh was the OG. He never watched, you know, my favorite or listened to my favorite murder. Like, Josh is the OG. Like, leave him alone. Josh is the OG. Yeah, because they're like, you Josh, you know hey, a Josh lot of stuff. is totally. <laughs> you know a lot of stuff. Josh is totally, um, what's his name? Jamie Kennedy and Scream. Yes. Like he's 100%. Like he's not goofy at all, but he is that guy. He's like, this is our, this is our spirit guide and he's going to get us out of this situation with his knowledge. Like Jamie Kennedy tried to do in Scream. So he was like, to me, I was like, he's Scream. Like that's him. He's going to get everybody out. Do what Josh says. He's going to know what to do because he reads everything. Do what Josh says. And that's what Jamie Kennedy tried to do. He's like, guys, listen. And no one listed and they all die yes (laughs) thousand percent but the girls Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. uh okay but so yeah so he's he's getting some shit for being spooky and they're like well we got to go tell the cops like we got to go let them know what happened at the hospital so you see them go in they're trying to tell the cops like what happened and they say no it's the guy that from the mall that stabbed everybody i saw his face and of course, they don't believe them because Stabby Kid is dead, right? Um, right. I also wrote here, why do they all look five years old? Um, <laughs> Sometimes they look really young. They really, really do. <clears throat> so, and I, I often refer to Simon as doofy boyfriend. Um, Simon yeah. comes up. They're out. He's outside. They're waiting on the girls. They're in there talking to the to the cops. He comes up on this girl who's like sitting down on the sidewalk. And again, the town's fucking empty. So she's sitting down on the sidewalk and she's kind of like singing to herself and she's like rocking in like a creepy way. He comes over to see if she needs help. <laughs> this bitch, she like she smiles. She produces a straight razor and she slashes his Achilles tendon. In like a second, okay? Yep. It was so well done. They fight. Mm-hmm. Simon manages to like slice her in the eye, but she's just like coming at him. Um, and then it kind of cuts back to the cop scene. The girls have somehow stolen one of the cop's guns without them noticing um, because they've decided that they're on their own now. The cops don't believe them. They're going to have to defend themselves from whatever is happening. And it's a good thing, too, because right. the um, <laughs> I wrote down Lokita, which for all of you who speak Spanish, that means <laughs> little crazy girl. The Lokita with a knife is about to stab the shit out of Simon uh, before she hears or before she has a chance. Dina sh- like shoots her twice in the chest. Right. They all get away. No, she shoots her in the eye. Oh, that's she shoots right. Her, in the eye. her eyeball comes out. And then her eyeball regenerates. Oh, I thought that was like Simon like, getting at her. How did she not die? Oh, because I the last part I put no. is that she like she shoots her in the eye. That was a cool scene because she looks right at the camera, and it like mm-hmm. just builds yep. back up. Her eyeball pops back. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's when they start to kind of realize like what's going on. They came back to life. How do they come back? You know, right? Yeah. So we've already established mm-hmm. Josh is the spooky bitch mm-hmm. with all the all the knowledge. 
So now he's identifying this pattern of slasher killers in Shadyside. He's going through this whole list, which I thought was fantastic. That whole sequence where he was talking about all the Mm -hmm. different killers. And it's not anything... That was fun. It was Mm -hmm. so scary. But it wasn't anything we haven't covered in our books. But seeing it all stacked on top of each other like that was pretty neat. Yeah. So all these slashings, all these killings, they go all the way back to the 1600s. And Sam cannot deal, right? She can't take all this shit. And she starts, like, coughing up blood. Okay. So they figure out that, you know, all the killers are dead killers from the past at Shadyside. And that Sarah Fear, who was hanged for witchcraft, is the source. Sam confesses she had a vision of Sarah when she hit her head after the car accident in Fear Woods. And what happened next is so typical of these books, but it is absolutely true. They all decide to go into Fear Woods. Okay. Ta-da! They're looking for the car in the spot where Sam had the vision, but they find the body of Sarah Fear and they have disrupted her grave. Do you think Sarah wasn't buried very deep? I mean, she was literally like right on top of some weird turf. It wasn't even like hard dirt. It was like moss. Yeah. And she's been there since like what time? Like Salem witch times? Like, it's like we didn't disturb a whole lot, lady. She wasn't like it's not as no, if it wasn't it wasn't deep at all. <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought when it was like you could just like poke it and like there she is. Well he picks up this like chain you out know? of the ground and he starts to pull the chain. And I thought it was gonna be one of those yeah, things where it's like a trap chain. door for like an underground something. But it was like a body. I was like, holy shit, she was not buried very deep. No, it's like her whole body and like her big chain. Like it's, it was kind of weird how she was just there on top of the dirt. It was. Like here I am. But it's definitely the body of Sarah Fear. Couldn't be anyone else ever. Don't even think about any other person that it could possibly be. Um, And they have disrupted her grave. And now she is sending all these killers from the past to kill these kids. And I wrote poetry period i love this shit period (laughs) excellent backstory (laughs) creepy premise transportive time period amazing so well done netflix Oh, so they are attacked of course in the woods by a scarecrow person who's very scary i loved him and um they escape in their Which guy? oh the the jason kind of yeah guy? the one with the burlap sack the jason yeah guy. yes they mm-hmm. escape in their stolen ambulance which no one seems to care about um <laughs> they're like okay well what do we do now these people are already dead can't really kill them more and sam being sam is like they are after me they're coming after me only me um because you know it's all about sam it's always all about sam and then dina brings up the fact that you know people who are not in fact sam have been attacked so that's probably not it but then kate realizes that they were in fact after the blood that sam coughed all over simon right um so they want Mm -hmm. sam's blood so anybody that's had sam's blood on them is going to be a mark um, so let's just kick her out of the ambulance then. Right? 
get out of movie here. over no they were in the school when they kicked her out no it, i just i wrote this school. down in my notes i was like the... great get her out of the ambulance then and oh. josh is with me he's like well, yeah oh, let's oh. kick her out um okay i was confused i was like wait they kick her out yeah no that like there's a moment when they're still in the ambulance when josh is like you know if they're after her (laughs) maybe by the way (laughs) and i laughed so hard at this next scene so we're back with this weird cop right goodson or whatever and he's he's mm-hmm. found the hospital. Good. He sees the bodies there. There's like a grisly scene. Our nurse Betty, she's all like, there's blood everywhere. And he does this funny like sigh. <laughs> he's like, like not again, right? And then the next thing is like him filling not out a report, again. and he's you can tell he's annoyed as fuck, and it's <laughs> it's written like three deceased. <laughs> he's he's so he's so bored nobody likes report he's so bored with all these bodies it's hilarious it's like it's another nod to the people that have read the books because we know that every book has a body count right and there's a lot of books so this whole thing made me laugh i was like oh buddy you just long for like a mugging or <laughs> some something that's not dead teenagers <laughs> so yeah so he walks out to his cop car he sees on the ground that there is a necklace which we assume came off of the girl with the razor from before and he what was her name ruby i believe her name was ruby so the next scene we're at the school there's all the kids and they have decided so they're going to change out of clothes that they're wearing so that they don't have any of sam's blood on them and are they going through the lost and found Yes, which I love. Yes, they went through the Lost and Found. Let's go through Lost and Found, guys. Yeah, because there's like, I could see sweaters and stuff maybe, but I don't know about pants. They found everything. They did. They found overalls. They found shorts. They found that really cute purple jacket they gave to Kate. They found it all. Yeah, they wanted to get rid of all the blood from Sam, which probably is not going to work because Sam likes to cough that Mm -hmm. shit over everybody. But cool. Um, but this is a chance for us to get like sexy moments between the characters, right? There's a very heated makeout scene with Dina and Sam and Sam just being like, you know, I'm not totally comfortable with who I am yet, but I love you and all this stuff. So they're making out pretty, pretty hardcore. (laughs) Simon, um, excuses himself to one of the other bathrooms to, I guess, have a masturbatory moment, like you do. Uh, but so I guess he loves himself. he loves himself the best. Like one day Simon will asexually reproduce and just split into two. Did you get? Um, I got like Sons of the Lambs. Like, yes, Bill, yes, I did. When like, he was dancing, he's like dancing anymore. around and also like, stroking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was too much for me. And I was like, "Oh, what did you feel about this thing with Katie or Kate and Josh?" It felt weird. It didn't feel organic. It felt super forced. Like I, it didn't. I wasn't rooting for them in any way. I wasn't like, "Yeah, go Josh!" Like at all. I was just kind of like, "Josh is a precious jewel. Leave him alone." And like. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't vibe with it. I was like, it's fine, 
but it almost just felt like we got to throw this in there. I thought it everyone's, was wildly you know, doing unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. I think that's it part just, of it. Yeah. It didn't seem like a thing. If we had had even an that inclination of any kind of chemistry between the two of them or any kind of like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a scene where he's like kind of creeping out on her and like, you can tell he likes her, but that's different. Like that's not, yeah. we don't see any like exchanged glances or any moments where they help each other out while they're no. fighting these monsters or they accidentally touch or, you know, it, there's, there's none of that. So I feel like it came nope. out of nowhere and it was really unbelievable. I don't think someone like Kate would have the patience for someone like Josh. No, I think it was going to be a one night only and we're never <laughs> going to talk about this ever again. You know, I think. Because, I mean, you and you it, see his motivation. And like she said, it was barely first base. Right. Yeah. He obviously likes her. He's probably liked her for mm-hmm. a long time. But again, like, there, yeah. I didn't, you know, we've got Dina and Sam who definitely have chemistry. Mm-hmm. You can tell. There's the way that they look at each other, the way yes. that they touch each other. I, I got zero. I, I wanted to. I wanted to like it, and I wanted to root for them, but I was like, it was kind of awkward. I was like, why are we doing this right now? I don't feel like this is necessary. Yeah. It was, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't like, it didn't pull me in. It just felt like we just threw this in because we had to. That's kind of what I got. Like we got to, we got to give everybody a moment, I guess. But you're right. It was not. It didn't. It didn't fit either of their characters. It was just like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was a little. <laughs> the only time it fit. The only time it fit was Josh being awkward and being like, okay, you're fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce now. Like, that's what Josh would have right. done. And Josh should have left and not stayed in the stall. That's what Josh should have done. That would have been more of a Josh move to me. Well, like, she doesn't. I think. Yeah, you're right. Like, she is not the aggressor. She's inviting him. Mm-mm. But there's no yeah. way that Josh would have then taken on the role of be, of driving. And it seems like that's what happened. No. And that's totally unbelievable for me. Um, right. Agreed. So everybody kind of hooks up, I guess, including Simon by himself. And <laughs> they are going to set this trap, right? They're going to try to kill these monsters. They get a like CPR dummy, which happens to be Resuscitation Annie. And somebody posted in another group. They were like, did you know that this is the same dummy from the faculty? I was like, actually, really? that's resuscitation, Annie. Anyone who took a CPR course in this time had a resuscitation, Annie. Just so you know, I'm I'm having like rem- my rem- I'm getting like rem- memories. Yeah, no, I was I was They're a lifeguard at 14. That was everybody had one of those. They smelled really weird. Super weird. I'm glad we had those masks that we could breathe into. Um, <laughs> So they're gonna set a they're gonna set a trap. They're gonna use Sam's blood as bait. They're gonna bait these monsters into the bathroom. Then they're gonna close the door and set the thing on fire. Sounds cool. What were they using as accelerant? Some kind of chemical. It was some kind of chemical they found in one of the closets. I mean, they're at the school, so there must be some sort of a, you know, supply janitor closet type deal. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they got it out of. Yes. But 
So Sam is the bait. She's going to stay in the, in the bathroom, and then she's going to, like, crawl out a window when the monsters get there, yeah. right? And the first girl to show up is yep. Ruby with her razor. Um, Simon keeps saying that she's hot. He says that a number of times about Ruby, about how hot she yes. is. Um, he really is in love with her. He really kind of is, <laughs> uh, which is odd because she's dead. Um, and she walks right past all the other kids. To get to Sam. So they're correct in their assumptions. It is Sam that they are after. Uh, Skeleton dude and Scarecrow show up next. They walk past the kids and into the trap after Sam, who's climbed out a window. They set the bathroom on fire and we can hear screaming from the monsters. And here's where I didn't expect this to happen. Because normally what happens is we set things on fire and run away. And everything's happy and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Not these kids. These kids are Fear Street and gangster as fuck. They're like, no, we need to make sure. So mm-hmm. they go back in the bathroom with fire extinguishers to make sure that they have actually killed these monsters. And that's where we see these, like, bits of the killers kind of suck themselves together and form, like, a blob <laughs> and, like, reconstitute um and I just love this so much. It was such a Stein thing to do. Um, yes. I was so happy about this. I was. I must have been grinning. Um, and again, I wonder how much he got to consult on that script. I think he helped a lot. I mean, it seemed like he was, you know, he was posting about the movie, you know, saying like, thanks for making it successful, you know, all that stuff. So I would think he helped. Yeah. But anyhow, Kate is done. She is just like ready AF to feed Sam to these monsters. She's tired of trying. Sam goes all martyr and she's like, everyone just leave me here. Just leave me. So then Simon and Kate kind of like hold Dina back. And then they kick Sam out into the hallway to get eaten. Josh does nothing. You're like, bye. (laughs) That's one thing I noticed is that Josh kind of stands there and just watches it all go down. Um, yeah, Josh is, Josh didn't step up that day. (laughs) No, he's all very confused about what happened in the bathroom. So are we, Josh. Yeah. Um, so the scarecrow comes after Sam. Josh, at the very last second, has this epiphany, right? The attack in 1978 on a summer camp, there was a survivor who, quote, saw the witch and she survived. So they snatch Sam Mm. out of the hallway and they're going to try to call this survivor to see what it is that she did to defeat the killers in 1978 that she survived. Sam uh, keeps reading the article that they're looking at, and they see that that the survivor had actually uh, died in Fear Woods. Her heart had stopped, and then she had been revived. So naturally, these dipshits think that the only way to save Sam is to have her die and then bring her back. So back into the ambulance, we go. And now we cut back to our favorite shady side cop, who is putting a note in a mail slot of an old house. And I think the note reads, quote, it's happening again. Um, okay, so I, I missed that. So he knows that something is going on then. Yes. I mean, we, are, we already know that the 78 one is going to be the next movie. And it's um, logical to assume that this cop right. is obviously part of that. Um, And whoever's house this is, he's letting them know, like, it's happening again. 
So the next thing that we see is we see the gang and they are at the grocery store. This is the grocery store where Simon works and apparently has been employee of the month, like every month since birth. Um, <laughs> specifically, he works in the... F- Which I would not have guessed for Simon. No, no. But specifically, he works in the pharmacy and he knows just the right cocktail of pills to kill Sam and bring her back. So now it's Flatliners. Yep. Which is weird, but okay. Um, Weird. Mm -hmm. And then they all mark themselves with Sam's blood and they take their positions. They're going to draw these monsters off of Sam long enough to take the correct pills to die and come back. And then I guess all the monsters then go poof. I don't know. Um, You're right. They kind of lost me there. It wasn't a well thought out plan, but they're improvising. It's fine. So, right. Kate kisses Josh, and it's um, pretty forced. And again, I wrote no chemistry, underlined twice. Um, yeah. So everyone takes their spot, and Sam takes the pills. And I guess they're going to try... Okay, we already said that. They're going to try and draw the monsters off. They split up, and they shove, like, a ton of pills down uh, Sam's throat, Right? Did it seem like a lot of pills? Because it was a lot of pills. Um, the skeleton. Yeah, it seemed like more than necessary. Like more than there should have been. Right. <laughs> the skeleton guy yeah. shows up, and he's in the scuffle. There, they like they spill some of like the super important like wake up pills, and here's where the mom and me asks whoever's listening. Please don't let this, like, (laughs) kid be dumb enough to, like, don't ever try this shit. Ever, ever, ever. Please tell your children not to raise smart children. There are no wake-up pills. That's not a thing. It doesn't matter, like, I don't care how much adrenaline you inject, and she injected a lot. It was like Pulp Fiction, like Mia Wallace said it. She shot her up, like, 20 times. Like, enough to take down yeah. a rhino. There's no way. A rhino. There is no way. So, PSA, please don't. I had That was a rough moment for me as a mom. I was like, no. oh, kids, don't watch this and think this is okay. It made me want to, like, pull my son in and be like, you can't watch this movie. But this part right here where they're taking all the pills, don't ever do that. You will die. Ever. I love you. Go watch YouTube. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that made me uncomfortable. So she takes all yeah, these pills, and then her devoted love interest proceeds to drown her in a lobster tank while all the other teens love are running it. around fighting monsters. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. I was excited about it. It was. Katie goes down, and the skeleton dude feeds her head into a fucking bread slicer. That was amazing. Y'all. That was absolutely amazing. We see everything it was so hardcore yeah. i i had my eye like my eyes covered oh, and i was like cool. peeking out like am are we gonna see it like are they gonna show it yeah. oh no <laughs> yeah it was good i was like yes 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 it was super hardcore they went hard in this movie okay yes um they did so Simon gets an axe to the head from Scarecrow Dude, and now all we have is Sam, and we kind of just hurry up that she, we kind of wish that she would just hurry up and die. That would be nice. 
Yeah. And she does. Right at the last second. Dina and Josh pull her out of the tank and they try to uh, revive her with adrenaline. Are they EpiPens? I don't know. They shoot her like 20 times. It's a lot. And when she doesn't wake right away, Josh has the realization everyone's dead. And I guess he's not going to hook up with Kate after all. But when Sam wakes up, that window closed. It did close. And of course, you know, Sam (laughs) magically wakes up and she probably feels like shit. She needs to go to a hospital. She has OD'd and then now has OD'd on adrenaline. Like she may be awake now, but she's going to die in like five minutes. Please take her to a hospital. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I got a little heated about that. I don't know why. I was uncalled for. I'm going to tone it down <laughs> going forward. I apologize. <clears throat> and because there is still 20 minutes left in the movie, and also because we know how this works, we are not sucked in to the sense of security that everything is okay and over because we know better. Nor are we back. Uh, now we're back at the police station with Officer Good. He's taking the kid's statement. And everybody's feeding him bullshit. And it's hilarious because they all say the same thing. Do you remember what they tell him? Oh, forgot now. When they're... Which part? When they're he's taking their statement, like, after the grocery store. Oh. I forgot what he He's said. like, well, so what happened to you? And they all... Each, like, each one of them are like, I fell on some glass. Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, they all have the same story. Yeah, so, so what they've done is they've decided to blame everything on Katie and Simon. They've decided to say that, like, they were drug dealers and they, you know, went on some kind of weird tweak and started killing everybody. And that's, or attacking people. And that's what happened. They ended up attacking each other. I don't know. They blamed it on them. Who cares? They're dead. Um, and did, what, what was this scene where Josh like helps some rando escape from jail? I I don't know. Did you catch that? He slides the dude in the handcuffs a paperclip. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I mean, I'm guessing he has something to do with the next one or the third one. But did. I felt like they didn't know each other. So it's like, Josh. No, I didn't either. Mr. True Crime, why are we helping people escape? Yeah. I was very confused. Maybe he's the one he talked, maybe he talks to him online. Well, because then the guy goes on to be like, here, kid, I owe you one. And he gives him his card. Oh. We'll have to just wait and see. Yes. So they walk out of the station and Sam's mom is there. She's not super happy that Sam is acting gay again. And she shows that when Sam decides to kiss Dina right in front of her. Sam promises to see Dina that night. And she does. The next scene is the two of them at Dina's house. Dina's made a mixtape, which is adorable. Um, And they're like kind of snuggling and listening. And the doorbell rings and it's the pizza that Josh has ordered, which I guess is a big deal. Well, remember in the beginning, he didn't answer the door and he bugged her about food. And so it shows that he's like, I'm independent now. Oh, gotcha. I I ordered pizza. I missed that, I guess. Because I was like, why is she giving him such a pat on the back for this? It was really, it was really minor. But if she, she, 
she pissed him off because he wasn't helping, you know, basically. Right, right, right. Okay. So it's the pizza. It's a big deal. Josh is being independent. Then the phone rings. And it's the survivor from 1978. And she tells Dina that even though they think they've won, the witch will always find a way. And we see that Sam is now one of the witch's monsters. She walks right up to Dina and just stabs her, which was it like a shiv? It's like a piece of wood. It kind of looked like a little shiv. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that she got from somewhere. What I, I thought the scene where the witch is like putting the names on like the great, whatever that is, like the cement, whatever the cement, the rock was yeah. cool. I thought that was cool too. The scene prior to that. Yes. I hope mm-hmm. that eventually we get to see that scene. Like I hope that's our like a culminating. Me too. Yeah. I hope deal. it's in the, the end. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of crypt somewhere. That would be neat. So Dina is stabbed, but she's not dead. Um, Josh is chatting in AOL again. He's defending Kate and Simon. And the whole time, Dina is upstairs fighting with Sam, right? Dina finally makes it down to where Josh is chatting, and she's like, you got to come upstairs with me. And we see that Dina, who is a badass, has captured Sam and has wrapped her head to toe in the telephone cord, right? Which made no sense to me. <laughs> it, like, it was very snidely whiplash when you used to, like, tie up the damsel and place her on the tracks before the train was coming. She always had ropes that were, like, looped from her shoulders to her ankles. Yeah. That's what this looks like. But in reality, that's not that effective. Maybe just the wrists and feet. Maybe. I feel like I could get out of that. Um, so anyway, so she, have the kids. Tried. She's she's captured her and she's kind of like snarling and whatever, uh, because she's a monster now. And Dina is telling Josh she wants to quote get her back. So there's that. And then it says to be continued. And then there's a preview for the next one, which had me grinning because I know. That Daniel's favorite is Friday the 13th. And a 70-ish camp time slasher <laughs> is exactly what this is going to be. So, Danielle, Yay. how excited are you for part two? I am excited. I love I love that homage anyway. So, I think it's going to be cool. And because American Horror Story camp, whatever the hell it was called, 1984, um, at the camp was a total letdown personally. For what I thought it was gonna be, so I'm hoping this f- f- fills that little hole in my heart of that genre because it's my favorite, and it's I know I'm I am of the minority of of the of the big three of the of the uh, horror icons. Jason is is the least popular, and I don't know why, but that's for another day, right? <laughs> Well, so I'm very excited. I, I feel like it's going to be pretty true to that from just from the trailer. Yeah. Like that's the vibe. Right. I like we, mm-hmm. we see like gratuitous sex scenes. We see like um, mm-hmm. very simple. And I think why it was so effective and especially I always look at the costuming because that's what I that's what I do. I'm a costume designer. Um, they didn't try to do too much. Nope. It, it didn't look like costume. It looked like this is what. 
someone just had in their drawer. Like they rolled yeah. up in. Yeah. <laughs> they rolled up in that day and went to work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So no, I Yeah. So I'm excited for that one. I think it's fun. It's gonna be fun. Overall <laughs> take, Danielle. I would give it a solid eight out of ten. It was very, very good. I will watch I will definitely watch it again. I will keep it in like my queue of things that I will watch like when I'm busy and just need something to put on for sure. It had some really good kills, which I wasn't expecting, some really good ones. Costumes, set design, whatever they did, they spent they spent their money in the right places. And I respect that in horror movies because oftentimes they don't spend their money in the right place. So I give them props for putting their money in the right places. And the kids were great. I think my biggest gripes were too much music or just music used in inappropriately. Like use it better, I guess. If you're going to use all those licenses, use it better so it's more impactful. But it was still good. Um, and I think that was like my biggest gripe. But I'm a music person. So my ears were like, I want more of this and not like, uh, you know. and. They killed they killed Mia Hawk too quickly. I would have liked her character <laughs> to stay to stay a little longer. And honestly, that beginning part, I mean the whole the whole movie felt very Fear Street, and I'm not a Fear Street expert, so I'm the wrong person to ask, but the very beginning with Mia and the mall was the most Fear Street to me until some later parts in the movie. And so I like that beginning transportation the best, I think. And I wish that would have lasted longer. But other than that, it was really, really good. I'm looking forward to part two. <laughs> I will agree. I will agree uh, with the rating. I I also believe it's an eight out of ten. Um, my mm-hmm. my gripe probably is going to be the unbelievable relationships. I need to be invested mm-hmm. so that the kills hurt me more. And yes, I thought that was missing a little bit. Um, from it however that aside it was a it was a fantastic movie I felt like it fell to whole I felt like we haven't had a ton of really really good horror in a while I I, it felt fresh even though it was a nostalgia thing yeah not that we haven't had this we haven't had this genre in a while. Yeah. This I guess the most recent would probably be would be sort of Happy Death Day and kind of that freaky one that came out, but it's still not the same. No. It's not exactly the same. And then we're going to get we're going to get the new Scream I think next year. So hopefully this is sort of a resurgence of slasher films. I would like to see slasher films come back, but in a modernized way, I'm I'm interested in seeing that genre return. So maybe this is like a step toward that. We have to understand when that first uh, swept through in that, in that nineties era in that like late nineties era, the mid to late nineties, that was right in the time where I had like a pretty steady high school boyfriend for like three years and we loved mm-hmm. movies and we loved scary movies. So like all of those movies from that time, I saw all those in the theater with my boyfriend and like, right. This was very, transportive in that way like this was something we would have seen together it was very authentic it was but it was still fresh and it was gritty Mm -hmm. I thought they weren't trying to be cute at all and I thought that helped it be authentic no um super helpful because I think that sometimes we hold back 
Like Stephen King is really good at showing how shitty kids can be. And I think that Mm -hmm. they did that as well. Like they, these aren't bad people. Like you still root for them, but at the same time, they're not that like Mm -hmm. idealistic teenager that parents want to see portrayed. Mm -hmm. It's much more like, this is the shit that happens when you're not around. Um, and I thought that was really, yep. really good. And I agree with you. I Yeah, I agree. That first scene was the most fear street. Um, I think after that, it became more of a collaboration, more of like an interpretation um, of mm-hmm. it. I think it- Fear street, the new blood. Just kidding. Well, right. Because they had to modernize <laughs> like, and all that stuff. But I think after that, it became yeah. just like a- mm-hmm. Because it wasn't- it wasn't true the whole way through, but you can't do it like that. So, no. yes, eight out of ten. No. Very much enjoyed it. I'm excited about the next one. Um, yep, it'll probably. I yeah. think that's the one of the three I'm most looking forward to. But for my own, you know, that's what I like. So, oh yeah. But they all had they all have a good premise, and it's cool. There, I think the way that they set them up, like here's three, they all connect. I think that was really smart on their part because it keeps the hype going. Like. We're not, we don't have to wait a year for the next one. It's like, we got it, you know? So that was super smart to film them all to say how they did it, film them all. So we got them all at once. Right. We're still excited. That was genius on yeah. their part. Cause if they, if they, if they had waited and not people like us who are just into it, if it was like a casual person walking by Netflix, that hype's going to be lost and they're going to go, oh, them again, they're back. You know, they keep that hype alive with Stranger Things cause it's, so good but I think for a movie it's harder to keep that hype alive so I feel like filming all three at once was super smart and it keeps the hype alive and hopefully that means we get more I would love to see them do goosebumps in this way like redo goosebumps somehow where it's not R per se but we can edge on PG-13 and just give it a little more grit like the original show had because the original goosebumps show had some grit like some of those episodes were freaking scary and It'd be so cool to see a redoing of the haunted mask with modern effects and like almost, some really cool monster makeup. Like I would cry and I would love it so much if they would if this would propel that at all. Do you remember when you <laughs> sent me a trick or treat to watch? Yes. I almost mm-hmm. feel like that goosebumps would be best served to be done in that like um horror comic book style. Yeah an anthology kind of way yes. because it is so mm-hmm. larger than life totally. in a lot of ways but it can also be very very scary yes. mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so it's all about how they frame it i mean you could take certain ones like haunted mask and really retool that to a modern audience right you could take welcome to horror land like hell yes yeah. like they kind of did that with that one i forgot what it's called hell fest oh, i, think I didn't it was even called. watch that it wasn't i mean kenny Kenny loves it. I thought it was fun for what it was, but Kenny like loves it. Um, Kenny from the Haunted Heart, not by the, the Haunted way. Heart podcast. <laughs> he loves it. Yes, um, he loves that one, and I finally got to watch it, and it is fun. But like, I mean, there are certain Goosebumps titles that could be so turned into really cool, updated retellings of it. And if this puts Stein back in the conscious of people nowadays, and kind of helps those properties get back out there like I'm down if they're gonna do it in this really cool respectful way so we'll see we'll see what happens well this has been a lot of fun um I am running (laughs) off to go camping tomorrow so I'm not gonna have a ton of time yes go camping but we want to say thank you for tuning in to our little mini-sode I will not Mm -hmm. be editing this episode because I don't feel like it is necessary 
This is not in our um, regular lineup of shows, and it's not the kind of show that we normally do. This is a casual conversation between you girls. Um, so if you like it, you heard my dog. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're gonna hear all the bumps. You're gonna hear every time I typed on the computer, or my phone went off. It's gonna be fine. Um, so I'm gonna get this uploaded right now to you because we love you. And we love being a part of this community, and we are excited to bring this to you again uh, when we watch the second movie. But we're going to give everybody two. some time to watch it first. Yeah, at least like a week to watch it. Give your guys a – give it – so we're not spoiling it tomorrow. Right. <laughs> like We did it already. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. All right. Well, Enjoy. we love you. Tell us if you like yes. it. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.